Hi everyone and welcome to the 57th episode of Final Fantasy Union. I'm your host Daryl and I'm here with Colin. Hello. Lauren. Hello. And David. Perfect, sir. <laughs> you ruined oh, it, he's David. Spider, you didn't say hello. <laughs> I always say FXN. For a hat trick right there. Sure he does do. That's true. You got you got to learn to deviate, David. No way. <laughs> you know about deviations. Programming. It's FXN, you artificial can't intelligence. <laughs> well, anyway, now that we've established that David doesn't know deviation. That's right. Um, yep, that's right. He's not we have a typical show for you guys today. We have not much news, which is, I guess, typical as well, because the only news we've really had recently has been about a game that we're not getting. Yeah. yeah. Doing tons of screenshots. And, and, and then something after else. That we've got, and something else, yes. And something, yeah, we'll, we'll keep that a secret. Yes. <laughs> And not talk about it at all on the podcast. <gasps> <laughs> okay, then we've got Burning Question. And uh, last episode, we asked you guys, do you think releasing Final Fantasy Thirteen Part 2 in January is a good idea? We had some interesting responses to that, so be sure to check that out a bit later. And finally, we'll have our question segment, which is about the two games which we have coming up, which probably couldn't have been predicted. Maybe? <laughs> I don't know. No, we can't tell the f- future. What are you talking about? No. Oh, it's so okay. I don't have a big giant crystal ball sitting in front of me. Actually, I was really tempted today. I went into town today, and I was I was thoroughly tempted to go and have my palm read because it was only five dollars. Totally a trap. I know, but it's a- that's five dollars you could spend on the meal. I know, which is why I didn't do it. But I was really, really tempted too because I want to know my future. Palm reading, food, palm reading. Food. Priorities. You don't even have to ask the question, just go straight for food. Priorities. <laughs> this is why Colin is obese. <laughs> Damn straight. Well, anyway, as always, Final Fantasy Union is part of the podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union, and it's presented by the Gaming Union Network. And if you're listening to the show for the first time, please be sure to check out on iTunes. We are on there. If you just search for Final Fantasy, we do come up as the number one podcast. You can also find the podcast on FinalFantasyUnion.com and David. FinalFantasy-FXN.net That's right. You heard me right. It's not. Something sounds different about that. There's a spoiler. I was going to introduce it. (gasps) Oh, well, I had to say it right there. Yeah. Okay, well, do you want to continue, uh, David? David Tell totally us about one-upped it. you there, Daryl. Tell us about it. Um, well, since Final Fantasy thirteen has been out for quite some time now... Uh, and has it? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so it's kind of old, old <laughs> news now. Um, it didn't really make sense to have the main site be dedicated to Final Fantasy thirteen. So, well, um, in, in the span of about a day, it just kind of happened, you know. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to buy a new domain, so... Yeah, uh, there's a new do- like domain that. for the site, FinalFantasy-FXN.net, and it has a wicked sweet new layout, so uh, you have to go check it out. Wicked and sweet. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. That's an awesome combination. Truth. One of the best there is. You heard it here first. And now FXN is in the actual web. That's right. Yes, yeah, so it's not called... So, <laughs> what's it yeah, called, Yeah, well, what's the abbreviation? Well, I don't know. I, I, I'm still going to just go with FXN, just because um, that's what makes sense. But FXNN. <laughs> Triple FXN. If you were to actually do an actual abbreviation, it would probably be something like FFFXN. N. N. It's a great acronym. just rolls right off the top. So FXN will stick as the acronym. FXN. Actually, if you actually search ff-xiii.net on Google... It will like bold FXN in the title of 
site because it recognizes nice. that nice. as an acronym. Yeah. It's learning, David. That's right. The machine learning <laughs> algorithm. Skynet. Google can yeah. hear your FXN. Skynet yeah. is rising. It must analyze hey, the well, podcast and then uh, determine <laughs> that FXN is... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The loudest phrase on the entire <laughs> show. Turn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, before we actually go on to talk about any news this episode, we do have something else to talk about as well. And I think I'll let Colin take this because it's been I a bit of his baby, really. Mm. A bit of my baby is a bit of like the ugly child you keep in the cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> it, That's quite okay, harsh. Oh my gosh. Well, but it's the truth. Okay, if you haven't figured out what we're talking about, we're talking about the character battle, which is a has special gone on character for. battle. Yes. Special character battle, which pit Final Fantasy characters against video game icons, which has gone on for months. It, yeah. And we just it's been had... the bane of Colin's existence for the last couple of months. <laughs> well, there were some highs and some like, lows. You know, dance off with Solid Snake and Sephiroth. And then people were complaining sweet. about your artwork, so you just did really generic ones instead. <laughs> yeah, they were like, ah, uh, yeah, uh back-to-face staring competitions. <laughs> but yeah, we had our last fight last week and it was Noctis versus Cloud. Yes, Noctis got to the final. What is up with that? True. Yeah, all the video game icons went out. Other than Aqua. Just goes to show how... Her a video well, game icon she might either. as well be a Final Fantasy character. Just goes to show how shallow we are. We choose the one who <laughs> looks really hot. I know, I know everyone's saying, well, if you put it on a Final Fantasy website, what do you expect? Well, we actually expected people to vote seriously and not just go, ah, let's go for the Final Fantasy character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no. Yeah. yeah. Big Boss lost to Tifa. We hoped it would have been a bit more interesting, a bit less un- um, a bit less predictable. And it's well, pretty- it wasn't predictable in terms <laughs> of Final act- Fantasy. Yeah, that's no. true. But Noctis got to the funny. final. I know. It's pretty funny that Noctis went, made it to the finals. I know. It's ridiculous. And not to mention, it's Cloud. Noctis. Maybe everybody who had something Colin. against Cloud was just like, nah, I want to, I want to go with Noctis because I don't like Cloud. How close was it? it were ten it? votes. Yeah, there were one thousand and forty-two wow. votes in the yeah. final. Noctis, which is amazing, by ten votes. Like from that standpoint, like the fact that we got so many freaking votes is astounding. Final Fantasy although ca- to, fans care although about Aqua got a lot more. The stuff. Aqua battle got a lot more votes. She had like fourteen hundred. Yeah. Really. Yeah, the total vote vote count was like fourteen hundred. Insane. Who was she going up against? School, I think. Yeah. Like in the original, in the original um, character battle, the Final Fantasy one, we were getting like five hundred and stuff like that. But for us to get like break well, the final, a the final still got like a thousand. Yeah. It generally picks up the more you go through. People people True. start caring a bit more when it gets to the final rounds. So yeah, so thanks guys for voting. But, but I mean. Noctis? Yeah. <laughs> we know nothing about him. Even those people that say they do, you don't. You don't know his character. You know his background, which doesn't make, make his character. We actually ah. had uh, 90... But at the time we were recording this, there were 99 comments on that thread, which I think is pretty impressive. Mm. And um, mm. it was getting pretty heated in there because you got... the Half the people were just voting for Noctis because they were just voting they for Noctis. They didn't like Cloud. Like, what the hell? You know, and just, it's... Trolling. Okay, you don't like Cloud, but you vote for Noctis. What's the difference? One <laughs> is, granted, an overrated character, but a good character nonetheless. And the other is just plainly overhyped. A mystery. An enigma. Yeah, so we don't actually know where the next character battle is going to be, but never. it's just going to be a... St- never. <laughs> 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 well, when the next one is, and there will be another one at some point, Colin... 
<laughs> just it hold just a gun to his face. Final okay. Fantasy one. Yeah. It's okay. If, it, it would just be a Final Fantasy if one. Colin or threaten to do some CQC moves on him. If Colin, I could do that, if Colin refuses to draw for them, I'll draw them as stick figures and make them look as unattractive as possible. I was going to say, the next possible. one can just be stick figures. Make I know, them look I know as unattractive as possible, so that way you have to honestly vote. Just draw like two two characters that are exactly the same. Yeah. Maybe for I think, I think people have to guess who is who. Maybe I think the one that confused people the most was when you did rock paper scissors and everyone was just like, "Wait, who am I voting for here?" <laughs> yeah, we should just do that. Yeah. I think for that Tifa, was one battle. for Tifa, I'm thinking was... I might make an upside down triangle for her body shape, but that's just what are you trying to say, Lauren. Uh, that she's top she's heavy. Trying to say she has nice curves, but triangles don't have curves. But yeah, she's top heavy. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. But I was gonna say we I did have one art artwork which was Riku from Ten and Samus from Metroid. Yeah, it's basically the same character. Yeah, I just cop copy pasted and flipped it over. Nobody noticed except the Fenrir. <laughs> I did. Yeah, you didn't say anything though. I'm saying something now. <laughs> well, how are those two? This- oh, you mean without the the costume on? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just their faces. I copy pasted. Oh, and okay. Open and drew like their own <laughs> costumes. I, Nobody I get noticed it. it. <laughs> well, anyway, that's enough about talking about the character battle. I think we've uh, given our opinions on that. True. <laughs> so we're not going to move on not to this. our new segment, although it's kind of going to be a bit slightly different to previous episodes because um, in case you were living under a rock, you will know that the Final Fantasy Type-0 demo came out in Japan last week. Mm-hmm. So we're going to spend a bit of time talking about that. Yeah. It's not really news. The news is that it came out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we're going <laughs> to talk about the demo, which was freaking awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Before you do that, before you do, I am going to give a bit of background information. So, okay, yeah, take it, it away, Daryl. It came out last week, and um, in a slightly unusual move, typically demos are only available on the PlayStation Store, right? But Square Enix actually made it available for download on their website. So, you could just put it on a memory stick and then just plug it into PSP that way. It was actually 332 megabytes. It's not and that big. The, no, it's not really that big. Especially, since, well, the final game is going to be slightly bigger than that. I would you know, I, I bet the reason why they put it on the website is that so people like us could play it rather than having to go through the hassle of creating a Japanese PlayStation account. Yeah. Or they just don't trust the PlayStation Network anymore. <laughs> After what happened in April. <laughs> yeah. But, but you know, they could be trying to gauge how many people outside of Japan download the demo. That's what David just said. Mm-hmm. And I'm agreeing with him. Good. <laughs> well, either way, the demo was entirely in Japanese, other than those small little quirky English bits they have in there, just because it's cool. <laughs> like okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, and magic I still menu. Remember asking my 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 friend's girlfriend who's Japanese, like why they do that? Because we were playing Dragon Quest Eight in Japanese, and there were just random things like battle or okay fight. <laughs> They're just in English, and you're just like, why are they in English? Reason? I don't know. They just are. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good enough reason for me. Yeah. Well, anyway, so Colin and David have played the demo to death. Oh, yeah. So Colin, how much have you played I'm just, I'm just going to let them talk. Just go yeah, for it, guys. Yeah, just go for it. Uh, Daryl and I were what? How, oh, no, how I many hours are you into it? I have not been keeping count, but I've just been doing like the missions over and over and I over think it tells again, you how long you've played it. I can't get it. enough of the battle system. What was that? I think it tells you how long you've played it. I should check. You should do. I'm like at, at six well, I'm hours. I'm not going to do that right now. Um, uh, so, <laughs> David, I've, I've played this. That. I've played the demo more than I have some games, including Dissidia. It's oh, <laughs> well, 
Well, actually, that's a good comparison because, like, when I play the Dissidia demo, immediately I'm like, "Wow, this is crap! Like, <laughs> this is such a bad game." And that, like, I'm never touching this how ever much again. And then as soon as I played this, amazing like, it is. Colin, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I'm, I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Oh my word! Ah, uh, okay, right, Colin, tell us your impressions of the demo. The demo was amazing, as I've been saying for the last few minutes. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't hear you because you were too high pitched and screaming. Well, what do you think about <laughs> yeah, the like, um, uh, the, like specific things, like the battle system? What do you think about? Okay, like, the, the battle system. The battle system is pretty much like the third birthday, except it's much more Better? improved. It's much more fluid. The animations are really, really they, fluid. They are actually really good. The animations. I was a little bit surprised. Yeah, I'm. A, yeah, I was really surprised that they could do that on the PSP because because the only other game that had animations close to that. Is God of War? Hmm. I actually, Crisis Core had Ghost pretty decent animations too, but they didn't have to yeah. have as many. This game, yeah. like in Crisis Core, there's one character, and this game there's like, but well, I don't know, eight play, or seven or eight playable characters in the demo, and there's like thirteen in the the real one or something. And they each have their own unique like. Yeah, moves. so they had to the have way like move is way more animations. So that's really impressive. It's almost like Uncharted. I would say almost. Mm, not even close. Wow. But for a PSP game, not yeah, bad. Yeah, I mean, like, for a PSP all. game, it's right up there. Yeah. What do you think about the characters that you guys have been, like, introduced to yet? Uh, my favorite so far is Scythe. I'm going to have to go with she's Nine. The one, she's the one with the Scythe and kind of looks like Fang. I don't really like okay. Scythe that much because um, her attacks are very difficult to control, her, uh, her physical mm-hmm. attacks. Like, it seems like she can't hit the guy half the time. Yeah, you gotta stand still and target the guy. If you keep moving and attacking, you're just gonna fly all over the place. Yeah, exactly. This is what I what I what I is saw. This is your Monster Hunter but, experience coming into play, Colin. Yes, but she actually the control setup is pretty much like Monster Hunter as well. But yeah, she has this atta- she has this ability that uh, I think she has a higher critical hit ability mm. because as, as you're fighting, you get like this uh this target this yeah. reticule that appears on enemies. You can hit hit them for a critical hit and she gets it all the time yeah like if it if it's compared to like the other it, characters it'll go red periodically like for about a second every 20, 10 or 20 seconds and uh, if you hit them at that point it'll do it'll either like kill them instantly or do massive damage because you're attacking their yeah. weak point for massive damage of course. Exactly. Massive damage, yeah. <laughs> so it was the fact the game was in japanese in any way a hindrance only Not for the cutscenes, because really. like the cutscenes, yeah, I just skipped because I had no idea what was going on. I know the Chocobo's name. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's Chichiri. Aww, it's adorable. Poor thing Chichiri. got shot. Don't spoilers, Colin. No. Oh, it's not a spoiler. You've seen it in the trailer. Doesn't matter. It's in the opening Chichiri. video in the in the demo. Don't yeah. care. Um, <laughs> the only the other hindrance was uh, kind of that mini side quest where like you're in the town, you have to walk around this town and talk to people I don't really know what to do there yeah that's kind of difficult talk to random people yeah I just tried (laughs) every option and it seemed to do nothing so I'm like okay well I obviously don't know what I'm doing so I just left yeah (laughs) well Silicon Air actually posted up a really really detailed guide about exactly what everything says yeah Mm -hmm. I think I went there but uh, I didn't really spend the time to do that (laughs) (laughs) yeah David have you tried have you tried summoning yes I have I'm not a big fan of it what do you think of yeah, it, because your character actually dies when when you summon. summon yeah, them. but I guess that prevents so how, you from just spamming it. So how does um how does summoning work then? Is it is it much like how it is in Final Fantasy Thirteen where you can 
like control them or is it you definitely control it's, them yeah you can control them like any other character they're just a lot more powerful it's different okay. compared you to, have to, to sa- Final you have Fantasy. to sacrifice your current playable character in order to summon them it's different compared to oh. Final 12? Fantasy 13 because uh, you actually physically control the summons movements as well yeah okay. so you can move them around rather than just and perform attacks let me just say Shiva pure fan service her skirt <laughs> is see through Oh, oh dear. Speaking of it, pl- plenty of you know fan service, especially if you're playing as female characters. Uh, it, do they have like specific um, guardian forces, aeons, whatever they're called in that game? Um, do they? Um, do you have a different one for each character? Is that how it works? No, any character no? can do one because in the demo, like you before the mission, you select one summon. And for that mission, okay. you, you can you can only use that one summon. And the demo, there okay. are two. There's a Golem summon, and there's also a Shiva summon. How many summons were there? In the demo, there were only two, but I would imagine there are many, many more. I think in the final game, there'll be more. I think Bahamut was confirmed as a, as a summon. Of course. Yeah. He's in every yeah, game. have a Final Fantasy game about Bahamut. As that be the FF12. It's true. I freaking love Bahamut. Uh, when I first started playing the demo, I wasn't a big fan of the music. Um, okay. But but uh, we're going to talk about it later. Oh, okay. After a while. Don't jump the gun. Oh. <laughs> well, I was just so excited. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of jumping the gun, uh, I don't like King very much uh, because uh, he sucks. <laughs> he's hard to use. <laughs> I found him harder to use than Size. Well, he's slower, and also he has to reload, and, and during that time, he, I don't think he can move. So, so is he, <laughs> and his attacks so are like so weak. Sh- he's like a shooter. He's yeah, he he has two pistols. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. but his attacks are very weak. The only advantage mm-hmm. is that they can go from a range. But I mean, then there's Ace who dominates with with that. Uh, area. Oh man, Ace is insane with a long range. Yeah, like what do you guys think about the camera? Because I know people have been a bit yeah. mixed. Yeah, about it's, it. I think it's the only downside. Yeah, I mean the camera struggles to keep up with the action, and the action is very, very fast. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it, Square, they've, they've come out and said that they're going to try and fix it, but, I mean, do you have any idea how they can? Uh, Yeah, don't make it, you know, clip through walls. <laughs> yeah, I, I had that happen a couple times. I think it's a bigger problem with the larger enemies. Um, yeah, like, rem- do you remember the scorpion boss? It was running all over the place. Oh, that one? Oh, no. I I didn't have a problem with that. Uh, uh, One in particular that I'm thinking of is third mission, when you have to fight three of those walking things that shoot rockets. Do you recall that? Uh, That's that's annoying. Yeah, well, what happens sometimes in there, it was like you'd you'd lock onto the enemy, but the camera would, like, go back and forth. Like, it didn't know how to how to show the camera. Like, there might have been something in the way. And it kept on moving around, and it was very difficult to, to see what was going on. Um, stinks. Yeah, so some of the locking on is a little bit strange. And then if you're not locked on, I'm not seeing what I'm expecting to see. Like, like if I'm moving sideways, um, I don't know, I kind of like to see what's what I'm facing. I don't know, hard to describe. Mm-hmm. Or from walking backwards. Mm, I think. I don't know. Like, I, if I, I, I'd like to have the oh. control where I could rotate the camera myself. I think that would fix it. Okay. Like Crisis Core had it. You, you can. You uh, the D pad is used to to control. The oh, camera. I know, but you can't do that while you're moving unless you like move your other hand over there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> where my hook fingers come in. I've, yeah, I've you have to use the Monster with, Hunter. Uh, with yeah, that's, you, that's the you Monster control the Hunter analog stick with your finger, and you control the D pad with your thumb. So, I see. yeah, I had no problems with without 
locking on to onto enemies. Since I play Monster Hunter a lot, I'm used to controlling mm-hmm. the camera that way. But like in Crisis Core, you'd use the left and right um, uh, controls to do it. And I like that, except in Crisis Core, it was poorly done because half the time it would like get stuck and you couldn't move it without like clicking it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very strange behavior in there. So, um, yeah, I don't know. The, uh, yeah, hopefully they get it fixed because if they don't, that would be a real disappointment. I mean, the game itself feels really great. Yeah, it's maybe the only thing holding it back. I mean, do you guys think it's really ironic that pretty much every single Final Fantasy fan that I've read has, who's played the demo has been saying how amazing it is? Oh, it is. Yet it's the one game that they're really not sure about releasing in the West. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's tr- It's Yeah, it's I don't understand. But, you know, in, in Square Enix's point of view, though, like uh, they're kind of right in that sense because a PSP game in North America generally doesn't do as well just because A, piracy and um, and PSP B, yeah, it's just, it's people don't care PSP. about the PSP Dissidia here. still sold a ton though. The first like, Dissidia did. The second yeah, Crisis one Crisis Core still sold a ton as well and so did Birth by Sleep. So, you know, people will buy it if it's good enough. But yeah. honestly, like, but as, it, it, along with the like piracy thing, I think there would be more piracy once this game comes out than there would have been if they had I think without even it without right releasing it, well, if it, what they'll do is they'll still they'll still pirate it and they'll patch yeah. it in English. Exactly. The thing, the thing is though that I think with with Final Fantasy games, because the fans are actual fans, it's kind of like with music cards as well. Like the people who are actual fans will still buy it because they'll want to support the company. Mm-hmm. The people who will generally pirate it probably want people that were going to buy it anyway. Yeah. Right. Like there's those three brackets of people. You got the people that are diehard; they'll want to buy it anyway. You mm-hmm. got the people in the middle who are kind of like, well, maybe I want to check it out first, and then like you know maybe there's a chance that if they like it, they will buy it. Yeah, there's like the renters. The people, yeah, and then you've got the people who are never going to buy it anyway, but they just downloaded it. Which is why I think it's a bit silly when Scrooge came with all those figures about the city or how how many downloads five million there. times. Yeah, it's like how many of those people were actually going to buy it really, and how many of those people downloaded it multiple times. Yeah. yeah, you're always gonna run into the risk of somebody pirating a game. Like you're always gonna have that risk with every game. But but, but you know all yeah, those. I think if the fans want it, they will buy it. All those yeah. problems are are reasons to maybe prevent it from releasing releasing it elsewhere. But I think the biggest problem is just how late it's being released. Because I mean, by the time yeah. it'll come out in North America, mm-hmm. PSB the, uh, the, the Vita will be have have been out for like a half a year maybe. Well, yeah, maybe. I mean, we don't know. We don't know what their plans are. Like, you know, it may be really because because Square Enix are kind of keeping things close to their chest these days, especially after like Versus is basically a massive black mark for them. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I there is a chance still that there is a Western version in development right now, mm-hmm. and it could come out towards the start of next year. And I think the the Vita getting delayed has really helped them. Oh, it was delayed? Yeah, it's not coming out until the start of next year now in North America and Europe. But still being released same time in Japan? Japan. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. but then Japan... Um, Type Zero is coming out before the V2 in Japan anyway. Mm. Yeah. Um, but what I think maybe what will happen is um, they'll port it to the Vita, and um, I think that would benefit the controls as well because you'll have that second analog stick to control the camera. Yeah, that would yeah, definitely help. Yeah, I was help. thinking about. I was it, thinking like it might be worth it to just have it on the Vita, on the yeah. Vita because of the second animation. It won't. It won't be difficult. I mean, Capcom is putting Monster Hunter Portable Third. They had it playing on the Vita when they announced mm-hmm. 
Yeah, like it would, yeah. it would be a great way for Square Enix to to learn the the Vita development, like how it works, because they've already developed right. the game. All they have to do is just port it. So, be the great first step to to the platform. Well, we may well see some announcements at TGS. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, oh, I really hope first so. Production premiere event. But anyway, uh, we do actually have another piece of news, although it's not quite as entertaining. <laughs> no, it's slightly entertaining, <laughs> slightly abusing. Yeah, go for it, Colin. It's uh we. Square Enix released a whole bunch of new FF13 2 screenshots, and in it contained the throwing of Moogles. <gasps> Poor I'm Moogles. not sure what to think of that. I think it's kind of funny. They've they've made the Moogle into some kind of multi-purpose utility tool. Yeah, it's like Batman's utility belt. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, but it transforms into Sarah's weapons, like into a bow, into a sword. The and now you can throw it most. at treasures that are like out of reach. The thing that scares me the most is that they've made the Moogles from some organic creature into some weird robot thing. Well, it could be a magically enchanted toy Moogle. Because there is one of the screenshots does show Sarah asking Noah if it's a toy Moogle. We don't know the details. You never know. We'll find out soon enough. All I know is that there will be flying Moogles. Yeah, but if you want to find out more about the screenshots, then... If you want to see more about the screenshots, then uh, feel free to check them out on the website. Judge for yourself whether or not it's Moogle cruelty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rated. Well, anyway. Rated teen for Moogle cruelty. Truth. <laughs> no Moogles Don't were show hurt. Peter. Yeah, no Moogles were hurt in the, in the creation of this game. Well, anyway, now it's time to move on to our burning questions segment. And as I mentioned earlier, last episode, we asked you guys whether you thought releasing Final Fantasy Thirteen Part 2 in January was a good idea. We actually had quite a lot of responses for this, so thanks to everyone who replied, and uh, we're now going to just jump straight into it. So go, Colin, yeah. take it away. Okay, the first one is from Simone on the forums, who said, I don't think it really matters. I've never had a problem with release dates, except wishing that they would come sooner. <laughs> yeah, nobody loves it, nobody likes a delay, but um, I think... Uh, I think from a consumer standpoint, like if you have the money at the time, it doesn't really matter. But I think like in terms of marketing, which is I I believe is where we're coming from, it does make a difference depending on like who uh what other games are coming out at that time. But um yeah. I mean, for me it doesn't really matter, but yeah. I think if a fan's going to want to buy it, they'll buy it when no matter, when it no matter what. Yeah. I, th- yeah. I think I think if it had to come out, and some people have mentioned this as well, if it had come out so like November time, then it would have caused more dilemmas. Definitely, <laughs> like with everything that's coming out. Yeah, Skyrim. And on that note, Ace of Cakes from Twitter said, "Yeah, sure, why not? What else is being released in January?" Well, I think yeah, like I think that's a good point because I think Square Enix might be just trying to take advantage of the drought of games, which usually happens like in January. So, like, there might be nothing else to get. So, I'm like, well, let me just pick up Final Fantasy then. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we touched on it last episode yeah, as well. But we did. in past years, there have been games that have released in January that have been really successful, like Mass Effect, for example, and mm-hmm. Bayonetta. So, you know, maybe Square Enix is kind of thinking games can succeed in that period. Because before that, it was kind of one of those periods where people were not really sure because it costs, it's after Christmas. Everyone's already spent all their money. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they might have the, the, the extra cash. The parents have spent all their money, but the kids have still gotten all those Christmas cards. A wad of cash. <laughs> exactly. Bonus. I made like $400 one Christmas. 
just on cards. When <laughs> you wow. sound so proud of yourself. I was I was stunned. I was rolling in the dough. Lauren actually did uh, like campaigns to try and get as much money as possible. <laughs> she went around to all the relatives being like, here's why you should give me this money. This is oh, what I'm going to spend gosh. it on. Wow. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. I was just given it. It was amazing. But, I... but anyways, all right. Uh, so Vance from the forums says, January works for me. I just want to get the game as soon as they can realistically get it to me. Yeah, I totally agree. Like from a fan perspective, as as long as they get, get it out, I'm going to get it. Full stop? Full stop. <laughs> oh, I didn't think you were done. Um, so this next question is by Corndog. Um, it's not a question, David. Statement. Answer. Hmm. So this next uh, opinion is uh, from Corndog. Uh, he says, With the release of so many big titles such as Skyrim and Assassin's Creed Revelations before Christmas, and with the reputation of 13 behind them, and 13 too would have little to no chance of doing well if it released around that time. As such, a January release is such a good decision on Square Enix's part. Yeah, I mean, I think this is kind of what we were just saying. Uh, where if it was placed up against those big titles in like November, it, people would have really had to kind of justify why they were buying Final Fantasy Thirteen Part Two. Because, as Corndog says, like Thirteen, there are people that really like it, but it doesn't have the best of reputations within the realm of Final Fantasy fans. No. Yeah. And I think with it being in January, a lot more people who were maybe on the fence will be like, yeah, sure, why not? You know? Yeah. Final Fantasy thirteen doesn't have the best reputation, and also uh, sequels don't necessarily... Final Fantasy sequels don't necessarily have the best reputation either. On that note, Bot from the forum said, I just questioned <laughs> the decision to release thirteen two at all. <laughs> That's a little harsh, but yeah... Uh, I think we can really see where he's coming the, from. Yeah, yeah. They don't really. They're they're a bit too far in now. But um, yeah, I can. Guys, I can we're see pulling the plug. From. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're There's pulling this guy the plug on a forum. He said they're questioning our decisions. I, we just can't go. We can't go against that. No, no. So <laughs> That's fine. Like Stop a it. Few million dollars. Okay. Well, on another one from Twitter was Unimad Ten, and they said it's a bad idea. I would have been better to release it in December as they would have got more sales through Christmas. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't recall any Final Fantasy game ever being released like after October. I think 9 might have been in America. Because hmm. from my experience, they're either released in, in like March or October. That That's my experience. Mm-hmm. That like In North America, that that's when they come out, either at the very beginning of the year or near the fall kind of time. October it does seem very strange because it's just kind of like. Well, October is kind of another month where there are no games. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they just try to kind of go where the no games are coming out of. Maybe. What does that say about them? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well. Well, they they probably just don't want to be like competing with games such as Call of Duty and like all those other crazy games that sell like twenty million copies. 20 million. But I mean, <laughs> Assassin's Creed has shown that you d- you can still compete. Well, Assassin's Creed is a big game. Well, Maybe not as big the, as Call of Duty. The thing with Assassin's Creed is that it has a story people care about. FF13, oh. not so much. Yeah, but there's always... The, you know, Final Fantasy Thirteen was just... A, a, you know, people didn't know that before they played it. Yeah, but... I think I think that's the thing that the sequel suffers from. Because it has the 13 name in it. 
<laughs> and it's a direct sequel. Well, Pujitsu from the forum says, well, considering I'm a huge Final Fantasy fan, I'd say the sooner the better, but in terms of the January release date for Final Fantasy XIII 2, I'd say it's good, as I'm probably not going to be buying much in January anyway, meaning I can fully enjoy this game. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I don't, th- I don't think there are any other games that I plan to buy in January, but I might be busy with like all the other games I get before the end of the year. Like you know, there's Battlefield Three, there's Elder Scrolls Skyrim, there's Uncharted <laughs> yeah. Three, Resistance Three, Ratchet and Clank All for One, Revelations, yeah, yeah, Assassin's Creed Revelations. That's yeah. a lot of games to go through. Uncharted. That is. That would be a full time career of of games there. Yes, it would. <laughs> Uh, so Joe Chan from the forums says, uh, I think it's a good idea because it, there aren't very many other big hitters then, so 13-2 needs all the space it can get. There's a lot of veiled insults here. <laughs> <laughs> it needs all the space it can get. Especially, you know, Mass Effect 3 is coming out in March. Yeah. It's it's really funny, actually, because like people are saying that it needs the space. It needs to be away from the other big games. But when 13 came out, it was kind of the opposite because there were a lot of RPGs coming out at that time right. and for some reason other companies were just like saying right we're going to release this on the same day as Final Fantasy 13 it's like what are you going to buy End of Eternity <laughs> which wasn't even called that over here but <laughs> that or are you going to buy Final Fantasy 13 yeah uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with 13 despite you know my stance with the story that made no sense <laughs> Well, anyway, uh, thanks to everyone for all your responses. Uh, we we uh, it, people seem to be pretty pretty positive about it releasing in January. I can't really see anything wrong with it releasing in January. I mean, uh, yeah. a lot of Final Fantasy games, especially in Europe. In Europe, they generally release at the start of the year, and in North America, as David said, they generally release sort of in the in the months leading up. So, you know, it's not anything that's particularly new for me. So yeah, I I, I think uh, I think it's going to come at a good time because. Yeah, people will get the games for Christmas, but generally the games that they'll get... I mean, most of the games that Colin said, if you don't play the online much, and, you know, there's a good chance that you may just get bored with that anyway, you'll probably be done with them in about a day. <laughs> Those aren't serious gamers, then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I get my games, I play them for months. Maybe years. <laughs> you play we'll them be good. Pre- like Demon we'll Souls. Fa- yeah, we'll still yeah. be playing Resistance 3. I just beat Demon Souls today. Did you get platinum trophy? Not, Not yet. yet, David. Oh, I have very to disappointing. Do a new game plus. Oh, you mean new game plus 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 plus? Yes, exactly. I'm doing my first new game plus, but I beat the first one, the first. I'm still through. only five hours into Demon Souls. Very disappointing. I'm like three or four hundred. So good. <laughs> so that's how much good. time I have in Monster Hunter. Uh, I'm finally done playing that game now, though. But I mean, Dark Souls is just around the corner. <laughs> I know. Oh, I'm yeah, dark. so excited. We did not I think that, that might dark be souls. one that I might actually pre-order. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, so for next episode's question, we we kind of want to go on the theme of this episode. So we're gonna it's gonna be about Type Zero, and we want to know firstly if you play the Type Zero demo, and secondly, what did you think of it? Like we've given Yay, our opinions on this Yay. episode, so we we really interested Best to hear what ever. you think about it. Well, we're now going to go into the question segment, and the first question is from FXN, David. Oh, I bet you're excited. Totally. Oh, yeah. Very excited about that. Uh, so this question is by Mateus, one of the moderators on the forum. Um, and 
He says, I wanted to ask Colin and Daryl what they thought of Type Zero demo soundtracks. I thought it was annoying at first, mm-hmm. but it it kind of grew on me. You know, yeah. kind of rock rockish electric kind of thing. It sounds almost like a little bit like the third birthday. Yeah, yeah. I kind of had the but, same feeling because uh, when I first started yeah. playing it, it was like, ah, oh, these are pretty forgettable. But as soon as I got to the mm-hmm. third mission, uh, I really liked the song on on there because it, it had that Crisis Core kind of uh, sound to it, and I really enjoyed that it's one. The same guy, right? What was that? It's the same guy. Yeah, right? uh, so, it sure sounds yeah, like it's it. the same guy. Yeah, and the tracks really do kind of grow on you. You kind of start to like them after a while. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like you're just like, oh, I don't really want to like this, but I guess I have to. Um, <laughs> no, they actually are pretty good. Be any choice, I can't. Yeah, they are, they are good. The only one that I really don't like is the one where you're in the airship uh, just before a mission. That one's pretty stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember that one. Yeah, exactly. Care to give us a preview, David? No, I, I don't remember how it goes either, but it's pretty bad. It has, like, cheap... <laughs> yeah. I mean, the airship thieves used in Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy are traditionally really, really good, but this one was just, eh. Well, I, I don't even know if it's really eh. an airship theme. It's like the mission preparation theme or something. Yeah, I hope it's not the airship theme because airship themes are awesome. <laughs> yeah. Truth. Usually. The high wind. Oh man. The Hildegard. Oh, oh man, freaking awesome. The Ragnarok. <laughs> I want to think of the name. Yeah, Ragnarok. Was yeah, that was good too. <laughs> Hildegarda. I just said that. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Ask David. He heard. I'm me choosing say it. to ignore you, Colin. What you say is just drivel. You are. But anyway, I, I'm not going to give my opinion on the Type Zero soundtrack because I am very pedantic when it comes to my PlayStation Portable and I refuse to download anything onto a memory stick because I refuse to buy a memory stick. <laughs> so therefore, I cannot play the demo. Do you still have the original oh, like 32 megabyte one? Yes, saw. I am still using the original 32 megabyte memory stick you got with the PSP. What a joke, I have like a 4 Why? gigabyte. I have an 8 gig. Oh. It still served me well. I have been able to play every single PSP game I've ever got. I have like Phantom You're Brave, missing out. Uh, Cladden, Prinny. I put all my, <laughs> all my memory on stick. Okay, am I reading the next question? No. Okay. Daryl, <laughs> you are. So moving on to the next question. This is from North on Final Fantasy Union. And they asked, do you think you should be out... Do you think they should make DLC characters for Dissidia 012? They totally should. But they totally I mean. Won't. Tetsuya Nomura said it's the last of the Sidia that yeah, we see well, as, as you know as the kind of fighting fighting game it is in. Now we have like Dead Rhythm, which is clearly yeah, a Dissidia game. Yeah, I think but, that would be yeah, a why, cool why idea. Yeah, why not? I don't. It will really. I think it would extend the life of the game. I mean, yeah, you can get definitely. characters like Vincent, uh, Oren. Come on, they didn't have Oren. What the hell? That's a mistake. Yeah, it's true. I just, I just, I just can't see them doing it because I think. Dissidia 012 is just it flopped big time oh yeah yeah it, it really did it's, okay one of the problems that I have with Dissidia Duodecim is that it's not that different from the it's original much the game same. well the, the fact they included the same the original game in there as well so you can even see how mm, so it's more like an expansion well, it, yeah. the way I see it and the way I said in my review is that Dissidia Duodecim is the game that the first one should have been I see so did this one actually have a story and, then it had a more. It had more of a story. Hmm. A more cohesive like the story, story. Yeah, the, the cohesive is the word because the first story was just so. Uh, 
all over the place. I don't even honestly know how they made that claim that there was more dialogue in there than Crisis Core. Cause it's that because is just it was multiple line... times over. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. It's, but it's like Cloud talking to Sephiroth, and Sephiroth's like, I control you. <laughs> you are <laughs> Cloud. Get out of my head! The so end maybe, of the cutscene. So maybe it's just the fact that, you know, everybody was so... Everybody maybe was so... Um, Sorry, uh, disinterested after the first one that they. I think honestly, I think it, like disi- the, the thing about Dissidia is that from a gameplay perspective, like there are people that really liked it, like Colin. Yeah, and the there are people that the really hated it, awesome, like David. The story yeah, was yeah. I, you guys didn't listen to me when I said I played the demo and I thought it was crap. You guys, oh, wait for the full version. You know, you have more <laughs> more attacks. <laughs> I, I, I was like, I didn't think it was amazing, but I, I thought it was decent. Like it was good at. For what it was, what, for what they were trying to do, it was good. It just I mean, wasn't what people expected. Wise, it's it's fun, and they, the online, yeah, I mean, they, when you play with they really built up the story. Really the story completely flopped. Yeah, yeah. No, but, I knew yeah, there wasn't going to be a story, but you guys were like, "No, no, it's just a demo. They're not going to have a story in the demo." Guys, should listen to like fifty-two uh, infinite replay value words. and all this stuff. It was ridiculous. They just kept coming out with all these lies about the game. <laughs> And then with the with the sequel, like yeah, the story is actually cohesive, and I will stand by this. But I like I actually the game actually made me like Vaughn. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, she no, had a personality. No, no, I don't want to play it because of that. <laughs> he's he's actually a good guy in it. I was I was pleasantly surprised that they is actually gave him personality. Is he the character he was supposed to be in Twelve? I think so. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's kind of depressing just thinking about it. But yeah, it it was yeah the story is actually it was still a bit of a cluster bleep but (laughs) 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 it it actually had some cohesion and the gameplay mechanics were improved so that it actually was a bit easier to play and it wasn't so unbalanced Mm. because that was one of the Mm. major problems with the first cloud is still overpowered though i'm not even joking Uh, they just made it a bit more interactive you know there was there was actually diff- proper differences between the different characters and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, li- and- Lightning had a paradigm shift, and I thought that was really, really cool. Oh, that's cool. It was a bit more... But- it was a bit... It, like, it, the first game was, was fan service, but this one was actually how... It, it, it was how it should have been, which is mm. why I gave it a 9 out of 10 mm. instead of an 8 out of 10. <laughs> Despite the terrible story. Yeah, well, the story was better. I, I claim it was an improvement, and therefore... Deserves better score. You should have given the score uh, it, two scores: one score for if you've if you hadn't bought the original, which is nine out of ten, and like six out of ten if you have bought the original because then you have to buy it twice. Because you're playing an expansion. Yeah, yeah. Because the original game was actually included in the sequel. Yeah. So, like the full game was in there. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's so sad. But yeah, back back to the question. I think it's unfortunate that Square Enix are unlikely to release DLC characters for the game. Yeah, I would really like to play as Orin or Zach, even though he would be just a rip-off cloud. <laughs> yeah, I would like to play as more female characters, like Renella, Garnet. Mm. Have you done that? No, Seymour Guado. Yeah, that made no sense. It was, yeah, oh, it's just, Guado. Just, oh, this is why the city annoyed me so much. Just the lies they came out with. Oh, we can't have Yuna in the game because then we have to have Seymour. It's a contradiction. Yuna's but clearly Yuna in the second game. Where's Seymour? Seymour's nowhere to be seen. Nope. I hate the fact that they only added protagonists in the sequel. Why? Like Waka would have been fun. Is Freya in the game? I think. No, no she's Freya would have been awesome. Oh, Freya would have been the best. Freya would have just been Kane. Freya would have dominated. 
Freya. Oh, if they had Steiner. That, that's why I like Steiner. Nine so much in uh, in uh, Type Zero because like he has his lance right there and like. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Afro dude, as I like to call him. I don't actually Saws? know his real name. Amaranth. The guy, with, the guy with the no, the guy with the red hair in Final Amaranth. Oh, Amaranth. Yeah. Those I are named dreadlocks. him. I named him Afro dude. Oh really? Well, it looked like an Afro, <laughs> so I named him Afro dude. I didn't like but, Afro yeah. dude. But yeah, they could have done so much with Dissidia, but True. they just didn't. I think it's just a case of they just they were just doing too much. <laughs> Imagine mm. if Queena made it on there. Oh, oh that would have been awesome. Be so funny. Stop people. <laughs> everybody. They'll just come in and eat people. Yeah, yeah. just I'm not going to do the abilities. Cook people up. Queen <laughs> of Fatality. <laughs> yeah, they didn't even yeah, think about the next game Mortal Kombat versus Final Fantasy. The whole Final Fantasy 9 lineup. That would have been an epic. Uh, I would have yeah. loved it if, B- if Beatrix was in there. Yes. Anyway, next anyway, question, people. I'll move next on to question. the next question. Come on. Yes. Okay. All right. This next question is from the Ninja Max on the forums who asks. Do you see Square Enix having their next big Final Fantasy game exclusively on a handheld, considering how the PlayStation Vita almost compares equally graphics-wise to the PS3? Huh. Yeah. I'm going to say, um, firstly, they're already doing that, because Dragon Quest is exclusively on a handheld. Mm. And so clearly they don't really care about graphics that much. Although, again, this is the Dissidia thing. The reason why they said that Dissidia wasn't going to be on a DS is because the graphics were crap. <laughs> and Final Fantasy is all about the graphics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's a, I think it's a bit of a yes and no because uh, what's his face, the FF14 director, said that Square Enix uh, is Tabata. No, no, yes. that's yeah, wh- wh- whatever. His, uh, he he was saying how they would they would explore they they would explore uh, yeah, things the, like uh, how Kojima is doing Metal Gear Solid. Like well, they the were saying about playing 13, uh, sorry, 11, 14 on the Vita, right? Thinking yeah, about that. Mm. yeah. He was thinking about doing a basic port of FF11 on the PS Vita. Oh, whoa! I mean, can you imagine? Yeah. Can you imagine a new Final Fantasy ga- game, say FF15, on the PS3, PS3 <gasps> with crossplay on the Vita? That would actually be Tanaka. That would be pretty cool. Tanaka. I wouldn't mind that. Like they had to demo that E3 with this other RPG game, which didn't look that good, but still kind of cool. No, yeah, I they had. They uh, I think it was ruined. They went. Then. They went like. Seamlessly from yeah. Vita Vita gameplay to PS3 gameplay. Yeah, like okay, I'm gonna save if, now um, and I'm gonna open it up on the Vita now. I wonder if to um, to sort out this issue with like how um, like handheld game sales sell in the United States compared to how they sell in Japan, would they just start doing handheld games in Japan and then just port it onto PS3 for America? It's actually an interesting topic that is, is quite sort of related. Like, do you see a, a, a time when Japan they kind of move away from doing home consoles in their own country, but still release them worldwide? Hmm. Well, I think the Vita like, would certainly P- allow that. Yeah, they'll have like the Vita yeah. for their own country, and then like PS3 for worldwide, and then they'll sort of phase out doing one or the other. Because uh, I still want to keep my console. I I like using my console. I don't. There is a problem with that though because. I can't see Type Zero on a console system. It, I, I just don't think it would work. I mean, it's mission based primarily. I think so. As is Monster Hunter. Yeah, uh, I I just don't think well, it would work. Actually, I think it would work, but quite well since it's mission based. I mean, Peace Walker is mission based and it works. I think. I don't think that would work well. well on Kojima a showed it off on Vita and PS3. Yeah. The whole transferring process. 
So I think if the games are mission based, it would be slightly easier as opposed to you know, uh, like an open world game like Elder Scrolls, say for example. No, which is also kind of mission based in 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 how it works anyway. Like it's just masked. I wouldn't mind it. I don't. I don't really care. Yeah, I just. I can't see them doing a main series Final Fantasy game exclusively on a handheld. I just, I think, uh, unless maybe home consoles just cease to exist. Hopefully that never happens. It's more yeah. likely that yeah. they'll go multi-platform people, like they have with people FF13. People are predicting it. People are predicting that consoles, um, at-home consoles, will not no longer exist. Well, not this generation, because they're already working on the next generation Wii, obviously. They're already working on <laughs> the, the next Wii PlayStation. U. PS4. Yes, yes, I know that, Daryl, but in terms of sales and how things go in the future, I don't know what's going to happen. Well, there are certain types of games that just won't work on a portable system, like Gran Turismo. Mm. Like, how can you possibly say you're playing a simulation racer on a little handheld system? You do realize that Gran Turismo did release on the PlayStation Portable. Yeah, but I'm talking about about the real simulation experience. Like, I have a wheel set up downstairs, and oh yeah. Like, that's the only way. (laughs) Technically, you can, if you have the PSP 3000, you can hook it up with an HDMI cable to a TV. Hmm. And it does have a USB port, so you technically you could hook it up to a steering wheel as well. Yeah, but the physics aren't yeah. as good. <laughs> well, that's the thing that the, the Vita has like specs that are better than the PS3. Mm. It has more RAM than the PS3. No, it has the same. I know. Oh my gosh, so much freaking. No, RAM. it has more. It's just that the PS3s is um, it has more base RAM. The PS3s is split, which is why the Vita can do cross game chat, but the PS3 can't. Yeah. But total RAM, how much does each have? I think uh, Vita's now... F- then they announced 500... And they said it's got 512 base RAM, but they didn't announce yeah. how much VRAM it has. Oh, okay. 128. So, yeah, Vita has... Well, graphic RAM-wise, it has more than... The but it doesn't need to pump out high resolution, so... Um, maybe it doesn't need that 256 video RAM. But, I mean, yeah, like, well, you, can, you, can, you can play the PSP in HD if you want. It won't look as good. It's not the same, though. Yeah, it's not well, just... Yeah, it's, it's not going to look as good, but... It won't yeah. feel as good either. Yeah. The sound effects won't be as good. <laughs> but I mean, oh, like, wow. you know, as they've shown with, like, the iPad, the mobile technology is picking up very, very quickly and it's cheaper to make. Is that why an mm. iPad is $1,000? Yeah. It's not. But 500 It might yeah. as well be off the tax. But the iPad <laughs> 2 is almost as powerful as the Xbox 360, as far as I know. And name one game really, that looks as good as it. Will... Well, I think the one that Epic made is pretty decent, right? Yeah, the one that yeah. Epic made is probably the only one that looks amazing. Yeah, and it's sold really badly. <laughs> but really, it's like just not sales, the market for it. Sales figure, sales figures wise, like iPod and i, uh, even though like hardcore gamers don't necessarily care for them, what the market's seeing is just that they're selling like hotcakes because regular people buy them and play them on their way to work or yeah, but they're not going to be they're, waiting they're not going to be buying hardcore games. They're going to be playing like bejeweled or something like that exactly angry birds angry birds exactly but that's the the thing that's the the thing the developers will go where the money is yeah because they're buying those games a ton of people are buying their games exactly so we're not going to get demon souls or final fantasy we're going to get the latest uh castle defense game angry birds (laughs) jeweled 3d but jeweled 3d ninja Fruit Ninja 3D. Woo! I think they're on Fruit Ninja 4 now. It's on Connect as well. They just brought it to Connect. Yeah, they just put it on Connect. So see, like that's where it's going. Uh, yeah, but Connect 
Ah, it's Kinect. Right, we're leaving this here. Connect. We're leaving this uh, here. Yeah, we kind of I blame, ran off on a huge yeah, ass tag. I blame Apple and Nintendo for that, for, for this shift. Yeah. Well, Same. Apple are rumored to be making a new console. Will it be $2,000? I don't know. <laughs> but their last console could yeah. be completely bombed. The Apple Pippin. What the heck is that? <laughs> Never heard of it. It was released in conjunction with Bandai, and it only sold like 50,000 units in its entire lifetime. Was it overpriced? Yes. <laughs> Typical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, that's it for this show. Uh, we're now going to go on to our, talk about our music segment, and this episode we have a track from Final Fantasy V. Ooh, this one's epic. We actually, we actually found this kind of by accident, just looking around YouTube. We were just trying to, we didn't want to do a, a, an arrangement from a more recent game, so we just we were looking at older ones, and we managed to find this arrangement by someone called Hiyami. Hiyama. And it's an arrangement of a new world. So it's not a track that most people are that familiar with. I don't think because it's kind of like you need to get quite far in the game to hear it. But mm. are you saying people don't I finish it? Well, sorry. Are you saying people play the game but don't finish? No, I'm saying that Final Fantasy V is probably one of the ones that people have played the least, just because over here it wasn't released, and hey, over in America it wasn't released initially. I've played as well. Final Fantasy V more than six. What does that tell you? Well, you're special, David. <laughs> David is a dedicated fan. I've played Final yeah. Fantasy V twice. Yeah. Gold star you for hero. David. And I played six one and a half times. One and a half times. The second star. time I got to the opera house, I'm like, okay, that was the peak of my experience. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, uh, we hope you really enjoy the arrangement. It's really high quality. So, um, oh, it is. Yeah. It is really pretty. Very nice. It's lovely. The next episode of Final Fantasy Union is scheduled for release on the 13th of September. It's and again. September. Yep, already September. It's this is really flying fast. It's gonna be Final Fantasy Thirteen Part Two is gonna be out soon. In no time, a snap of the fingers. We've only got about five <laughs> more episodes until it's out. I think. Yeah. I don't know. David's probably working it out right now. What? I hope David's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening David for the first time and you and you really enjoyed the show, then please feel free to subscribe. We are called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union. Check us out on the iTunes Store. Or if you want to go to any of our various websites, then you can just check us out there. If you're going on iTunes, though, if you search for Final Fantasy, we're the number one podcast. But if you want to go to the websites, you can check us out on FinalFantasyUnion.com, along with all our latest news coverage and community features. And David? FinalFantasy-FXN.net I'm going to miss the FF-XII.net. Oh, you'll get to this. Get used to this one. FXN! (laughs) Why don't we do it? Anyway. No. That's too complicated. Time for you guys to say goodbye. You're too hyper. Far too hyper. I know. Okay. Bye bye. Type zero. Bye. That was very muted, David. I was expecting you to just go, Metal Gear. Metal Gear. Actually, um, I'm Daryl saying goodbye. There's some pretty. I'm Daryl saying goodbye. This has been a tweaksmusic.com and FinalFantasyUnion.com production.